0: Welcome
1: back to the podcast. My name is Lauren Marks. And my name is Michelle Moss. And it's been a couple of weeks since um, Lauren and I have actually seen each other. So it's good to see you, Lauren. You yes. are beautiful as ever. Um, I'm still recovering from some some surgery on my face. So I like to hide myself in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> but it's good to be back. Um, and today, Lauren brought up the topic that's going to be the continuation of our how to be the best version and reach your fullest potential on part five. And today's topic is what, what, what are you bring to the table today, Lauren?
0: Ooh, I think this is a good one and a big one that holds a lot of people back, but talking about failure. Yes. You know, failure sometimes
1: brings up the image of being a loser or, you know, there's something wrong with you or whatever, but I think both of us have discussed and and we've looked at all kinds of different people who have failed in, in the world, who are famous, who have, those failures have led to the best growth potential, those opportunities for the change agent is the failure, and then we can move forward. So did you have a
0: quote you wanted to use or something you wanted to share? I don't have a quote, but I do think it's just interesting even looking at, and I, I'm i sure everyone has seen these, but just some of the famous failures that we talk about um you know like Walt Disney has shared his even Michael Jordan shared and I wish I had it I will find it when you share your quote but just some of the famous people like Michael Jordan Oprah like they've shared things where we see oh this amazing successful person but it's how they got there and the resiliency through all of those failures that kept them going to get where they ended up right I think so it's so important to see, because sometimes when we just see him in the glory, we forget what they had to go through to get there. Right. And that leads me to one of my quotes
1: from Thomas Edison. And this is so interesting. He said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that wouldn't work. Now, I love that. if we, if he hadn't, if he had given up on one of those 10,000, the 999, you know, whatever, um, maybe we wouldn't have electricity. I mean, you just don't know if he would have given up where we would be right now. And so I love the idea that they're not, it's not failure. It's just wasted. in didn't work. And we keep going because really the failure is if you don't keep moving forward and keep trying, giving up, yeah. not reaching for your, your dreams, your goals or whatever. Um, whether it's, finding a a significant other or losing weight or starting a business or getting a new job. I mean, you know, all of those are goals and it takes time to get to where you want to go and really failure is part of the journey. So do you have an example for you of a failure that's led to, I mean, yours is huge life altering, the one that we discussed already, but do you want to share something that's led to your that failure was a change that led to where you're at.
0: I think when I got divorced, it really, really did feel like a failure. So it was so hard for me to even say the word divorce. Um, and then just from working on myself, I had to reframe it. And like you just said, from a failure, what do you learn? I didn't make it all about my ex. It was what can I do for myself too to move forward? What do I need to work on as a partner and bring to the table? And then I think just through that dating experience, I didn't make every relationship that maybe ended or didn't work out. I didn't make it one. I didn't make it mean anything about me. And I think that is one of the important steps that we can circle back to, but not making failures mean something about you personally or your self-worth. And I just kept going. I knew like what I wanted in a partner and I didn't make Something you know means something bigger if it didn't work out, it was like, no, it's getting me closer to my person, and they deserve to go find their person if we're not a good match. So, I think just reframing things is so huge, and then just even doing that again in my business. Like, I remember one time I had a failed launch in my business, um, and someone asked me, like, oh, how I felt about that, and I was like, I've done so much work on myself. Like I was like, I didn't make it mean anything about me because it didn't have anything to do with me. What did I do wrong? I didn't market it right. I didn't, my maybe wording was off. So my audience really knew what like the, the end result was supposed to be. Like there's so many other things. And when you do your homework on it and kind of dissect it more of what can I do differently? What didn't work out? When you do that, that also takes the pressure off of you as a human, it had nothing to do with my worth
1: you know and i think something else you've said that i that you know we just have to look at little pieces we have to set little goals in the middle like even in your dating process in that moment just looking at it as i'm dating i'm not looking for a mate necessarily at this moment i am just going through the dating pool and seeing what's out there to see what i want yeah. and what i don't want and so looking at it in smaller increments you're not looking at i'm going to go on this date and find a husband you know that's <laughs> not going to work it's it's too lofty or or even if it's something like I'm going to find a job in the next week, a brand new job. That's going to fit me perfectly. It takes time or I'm going to lose 50 pounds in a month. Well, you know, those are not realistic and it's going to set you up for failure. But I think those little increments of the change, okay, this didn't go well. What, what am I going to tweak or work on? I'm going to share one. I mean, I'm older, so I have a lot of times in my life where I failed, (laughs) that has led to some intense growth and, and opportunities and, um, one I can think of that we shared before we hopped on is I worked in, at, in retail before I had a career change and went back to school to get my degree in counseling. And, you know, I remember getting a review at one of the big, the big stores at the mall. I was a department manager and I got this review that was pretty bad. Um, Probably, I I think it was the worst in all of, of, of all the 15 managers, you know, you have to get, your review and everybody's going to fall on the bell curve. And I was the worst. And, and I'm a type a person. I'm very, I want all all my ducks in a row. I want to be, I mean, this is a problem. I'm a perfectionist. So I want to be perfect. And so this was a big blow to me to be, okay, you're not doing a good job. And, you know, I sat and resonated with it, thought about it. And then the aha moment came when I'm realized I was in the wrong job. That wasn't fulfilling me. That wasn't something that I was meant to do. Went back to school, graduated top of my class, went on to get my master's degree, you know, and and became a therapist, which is how I identify, which has led to all these other things I'm doing in my life. What if I wouldn't have done that? What if I would have just, okay, I, I got this bad review, I'm gonna sit and wallow or or quit my job and not work ever or whatever. I let that turn it into, this is just not for me. I'm, I'm just not good at this thing. You know, I was relating with my customers. I was relating with the girls that work for me. I was therapizing back then, you know, and I was in the wrong field. And so I had to recognize that. So that was a huge moment of growth for me changed my trajectory of life.
0: You know what I think is interesting about that? It's I think sometimes those are whatever you believe in God or the universe. I think those are the nudges. You weren't taking the steps for yourself to go where you were meant to go. So God kind of showed you through like, almost like what you feel was a failure of getting that bad review. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I think when we look back at things like, Oh, you're like, thank you, God, that was just that nudge. I wasn't, yes, But the right in the path.
1: moment, you can't see it in the moment, you're yeah. not thinking it's it, you feel like it's so so terrible. And then I remember when I was talking to my mom and my sister, and we were sitting in at my mom's house. And I remember, telling them in that moment, I'm going to, I was going to go back to college. I remember just crying and I was so emotionally moved and excited that I finally made this decision that was really made for me in a sense, you know, (laughs) you fail at this, you're not good at this, go do something else. Right. And listening to that. So, yes, I mean that, and, and again, that's just one of many when you're, and I think we talked about this too, before we hopped on, especially as we get older, we're going to ha- continue to have things that happen that are failures. But as we get older, we look at that as experience. What what mm-hmm. can we do with that? You know, it's changing that mindset and looking at it in a growth way. Okay. This didn't work. I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Right? I always like to
0: just say failure is just redirection. Yes. And quitting is what really is
1: the failure. If we just give up, you know, those things that happen are just things that we like you said we just have to stop and reevaluate and say what's different what can i do differently for you figuring out where you want to go with your business or or what kind of man you're looking for and that's what that self that's that self introspection thinking through self worth what are you working on so that you are ready to meet the right person in the right time yeah for sure and looking back, your your marriage wasn't a failure. In a sense, you have two beautiful children. You have the experiences of that that led you to where you're at today with Chris and this amazing blending of families, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I already know, like, I wouldn't be the person I am today without going through that. That was how like, many, a big awakening for me. And how many
1: people, women especially, that you've helped by sharing your journey um, and, and what you've been through and how you got through it you know, it's, that's that piece of how do we keep, not only do we fail and learn and grow from it, but we
0: then try to help others in in, on that journey. Right. Yeah. No, I knew I was going to make, I love the quote, like make your um, pain, your purpose. And that that's been my goal ever since. Yeah.
1: And I can relate that to Jonathan almost dying and, and that pain, turning that into the best thing that's ever happened and what we're doing with our, our, our nonprofit and, and giving back and all that. It's, it's been such a beautiful um, talk about reaching your fullest potential after going through the worst thing ever. Um, It's, it can't, you can get on the other side. And I think that's another thing too. Sometimes people lose sight of what could be around the corner on the other side. You know, it's, this is all they can see instead of being a little forward thinking.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we got to start almost at the beginning too, because we need to remember There's also a past version of us or maybe someone listening that also has so much fear of the failing and the self-doubt that they don't even start.
1: Well, and we've mentioned this a thousand times. We've been doing this for four years and we've reached thousands of people. And if we wouldn't have pushed play that first time when we were young and dumb, as far as technology and, and, and podcasting, we could still be talking about it. And we hope we've helped somebody along the way. Even if it's been one person, that's what my goal and hope would be, you know?
0: Yeah. So for our listeners, if you have something on your heart and maybe it's a wellness journey, you're not starting a business. It could be reigniting the spark in your relationship, wherever it is in your life. I encourage you just to pause and ask yourself, like, what am I afraid of that I'm not even willing to start? What is that fear? Is it of the failing? Is it maybe the lack of commitment to the discipline of taking the actions that need to be done to, to get to the goal? I think really starting there, if if someone listening is like, wow, like there's been something because we're almost coming to an end of the year. hmm. And, you know, when we, when I
1: look back at us starting what we were going to, you know, doing this podcast and, and, you know, again, we rebranded, we came up with, well, yes, from cheeky vibe, peaceful life. And we changed that up and, you know, we could have let fear of the unknown, fear of technology, fear of rejection, all those things could have. I mean, they rolled through our heads, but it didn't stop us from doing what we know we wanted to do to be a support and yeah. to uplift others. So, I mean, that even in, is an example. And of course we want to grow. We want to reach more people because we want to be helpful. We we are trying to put compassion and kindness in this world because if you turn on the news, sometimes it's a really difficult thing to do. So
0: to hear, so we just try to put that good stuff out there. Yeah. Also, if if you're starting there, if you have this vision, anything on your heart, I always like to say it's going to resurface. So if there's something you're not taking action on, it's gonna keep showing up. It's gonna keep giving you that nudge, just like Michelle. If she didn't do it after that, she would have still got another nudge. Things would have been dropping little hints that she was meant to go in this other direction. So if there's something you're feeling called, and I think I'm going to press the issue too, be, just because it is close to the end of the year. And I know so many people at the beginning of the year maybe set intentions or goals or things they wanted to do this year. So go back to that list. Are there things on there that you're like, oh, I haven't made time for this? Or maybe that seems too risky. Maybe that seems scary. Or I'm afraid that I won't fulfill it.
1: You know, that just brings this whole, the little alarm bells are going off in my head. And, you know, we for a while did the Connect um, events with our, some of our listeners, maybe we need to do a vision board connect event and get up, get some people together. And, and, and I do one every year. I mean, with our group, with some of our people yeah. that would want to participate again, we're talking about reaching and it's a perfect culmination of reaching the fullest potential, the best version of ourselves. We've talked about all these things, we, we still have a lot more to go. But to put it all together, the culmination would be, let's get together, come up with a vision board and hold each other accountable for these things, you know, that we're doing with some of our listeners. I don't know. Maybe they'd be interested in that.
0: Absolutely. Because I think giving yourself the space also to dream, I always say we're stuck busy being busy, but do you give yourself the time to really dream about what it is you want? What do you want your marriage to look like? What do you want your career and business to look like and feel like? I think it feels really good just to give yourself that quiet time, go on a walk, sit in silence, put on some, you know, really calming meditation music and just dream a little bit. What do you you want it to be like? And I think this leads to what we're going to discuss for our next,
1: um, our next podcast about being in a support having support is it, it really is helpful too, to have that support network. So, you know, just if I was doing it by myself, I might've been a little bit more hesitant than if we're holding each other accountable to push the play button or, you know, getting together, doing a vision board with a group of people to, to put that out there. But I think that that's the next step. And I think it's important to go from, okay, failure, if if you don't have a support network around you to say, get up, sis, you did a good job, but let's, let's go to the next, the next thing, but let's figure this out. Let me, let's talk, talk it through or whatever. I think that's a perfect segue to our next podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good one that they're going to get that next step to join us in. Um, Something else I always like to compare to failure just to give people like a visualization um, is Think about starting like your fitness journey. Like if you're just starting to do push-ups, how do you start? Normally on your knees, right? Or if you're lifting weights and you start with the two pounds, and then you go up to the five pounds, and it feels like a struggle, and then you get stronger, and then you bump up to the eight pounds, and you get stronger, and it feel it might feel hard at first. So I always like to think of like goals that way too, and what you want to get to, because it's kind of like the same thing. So you just have to remember, it's going to feel a little harder at first, but well, then you start getting the hang of it and then you layer and you add on to it. So if if you're in that little bit of struggle in your mind, just think of it like a fitness journey. Little, little bit of pain till you get to the next level. <laughs> yeah. And I really do think that that's like just a, a good way of thinking about it because if you're setting these, big goals for yourself. And we have to ask ourselves like, okay, so are you willing to stretch yourself? Because goals are going to be just, there's going to be discomfort. There's going to be a new version of you. That's why we're talking about reaching our fullest potential. So there's going to be some discomfort. The first time we push play, like I'm not usually one to talk. And this has been, you know, a stretch for me of learning, how did she share my voice? And I realized through a lot of my growth, it's been, I struggled with wanting to be seen and take up space because when I, when I do that, like I physically feel it as if things are closing in on me. Yeah. And that's
1: not even counting the sound of our voice. When you hear your sound of your, when I hear the sound of my voice, like, oh my gosh, is that what I really sound like? (laughs) And you know, going back to this support we're going to talk about, but the opposite of that is when you have people that are naysayers, it really it really dims your your light. And you know, I remember even when we started our nonprofit and we were getting linked um, with some attorneys who are helping us with our uh, 501c3, I they said, well what what would make me want to buy into this nonprofit. And at the time we were still evolving. And one of the things I said was mental health for, for, for frontline workers. And they said, well, I don't see how that would be. I don't even understand how that would work. And, you know, and then we, you know, we did shift and and we had some scholarships for nursing students, which ended up being a really great thing. But guess what? I really was passionate about that. We got the grant from Altman foundation. We're putting together this retreat and it's all about mental health and everyone's buying in. Like it's unbelievable and they were naysayers. So I kind of had to go around the back door. Like I, okay, we're going to do this first and we're going to keep doing scholarships, but we're also going to do this. But I had to, I had to do it in a gradual. It was like the first thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but to be told no. Okay. You told me no on that, but I'm going to find a way to make it be a yes. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's also like we've talked about before, connecting and sharing with the right people. Yes. Because if you have a big goal and you're already like having that little bit of self doubt, like you got to share those dreams with the right people. Because right. some people are going to want to keep you stuck because they're not in a place to dream big yet. And that's okay. But you just right. got to find your people. Right. Or sometimes they're big, like they're,
1: they've they met their goals, but they're diminishing of you because you're starting out. And I don't ever want to be that way. I want to help everyone who's coming up, you know, going through whatever, yeah that we're going to support each other, you know, not, Oh, that's ridiculous. That's not a good idea. You know? So anyway, that leads to our next podcast and we'll talk about that. Anything else you want to share on this?
0: Well, you know, I'm always going to tell them to journal. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Because if I can't physically talk to you unless you're one of my clients get into your journal, get those thoughts out so you can see them. What is holding you back from starting? Yeah. Are you willing to feel the discomfort? Discomfort. Cause I will tell you the things on the list that you're like, Ooh, that one makes me kind of want to throw up or hide or. I don't Going know. to the covers. Yes. <laughs> if those are the things pick one of them. Yeah. Pick one that you can really embrace, find your people to cheer you on because those things will stretch you the most.
1: And I think this is a perfect quote to end on. This is another one. This is Ellen DeGeneres. She said, it's failure that gives you the proper perspective on success. Without failures, we can't have success. We have to feel how it feels and get to that place and go through the journey. So, yeah. So at this point, this is kind of a a crazy one to say, but say, well, yes to failure so you can grow.